Welcome to the Sunday Morning Show. We are live once again for a special edition and talking about the uh, coronavirus, the local impact, the regional impact, and Ted Schubel's alongside again. Ted, I feel like this is a, a record on repeat. This is what we do, D. This is what we do. Sunday morning, here I am with you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, if you've missed any of our previous Sunday mornings, we uh, we always have this available on the podcast uh, after the show, and you can catch it at B1015.com, keyword Sunday mornings. Thanks uh, to Mary Washington Healthcare, our sponsor. And uh, just a big extra thanks to them um, <laughs> as they uh, go through so many things right now at Mary Washington Healthcare, along with all of the other healthcare places and hospitals and first responders. Just a big thanks. It big is, thanks to them. It is a busy place over there. And the last 24 hours or so, they, they've posted a lot of things that they need. And you can drop these things off Monday through Friday. Right at, the, right at the main entrance there to Mary Washington. And uh, we have that on our, our Facebook page and uh, just a, a lot of things that, that you can actually purchase for them that they need. Yeah, and uh, I'll run down some of those things here in just a few minutes because uh, really important. We've had a lot of people asking about that, how they can help. Uh, so we'll chat about that. Uh, I did want to say as as the weekend has gone uh, gone by. I don't I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I was going to say I don't know why this has struck me even more, but uh, once we went over the 2000 mark for deaths in the United States mm-hmm. for the coronavirus, it just really really struck me. <laughs> you know, I haven't been watching the numbers too much because that's hard to do. As you know, I mean, it's very difficult that they change all the time, but once we cross that mark, it was just like, wow, this just keeps, keeps getting worse in so many areas. Um, the testing has certainly uh, gotten better as far as like a lot of people getting tested. But at the same time, um, the risk is still very high. And if you've been confused at all about what you're supposed to be doing in Virginia, I, I just want to reiterate what the governor said on Friday. Mm-hmm. If there was any confusion about whether or not we should be out or doing anything um, that's non-essential, I think he cleared it up for us on Friday. And uh, I just want to read a little bit of that. I know we have some audio from him, too. But um, he said, with, without mixing any words, I cannot emphasize this enough. You need to stay home. If you do not need to leave your home, you should not leave your home. And People were asking him and kind of getting on him about, you know, why haven't you put some shelter in place order uh, in effect? And he said, that's semantics. You know, that's that's uh, I'm telling you, we need to stay home. So there there should be no confusion about what we need to do and what we don't need to do. But I know he uh, he went into a lot of detail about this. Well, most of the confirmed cases in Virginia that we we have uh, heard about are older. But the governor says not all of them are older so far. We've seen that the most cases of people are in their 50s, 60s, and older. But we're also seeing cases in people in their 20s. For those of you that like numbers, we have 604 cases in Virginia, 93 of them. 93 of the 604 cases are in the age range of 20 to 29 years. That's 16% of our cases. So. Uh, There has been some talk, and I have seen activity uh, around Virginia, that this only affects the elderly. Well, it doesn't. It affects all of us. So take this seriously, and please stay home. Localities have full authority to enforce these orders, and I expect them to do so. Governor Northam and... uh 
Yeah, stay home. Not mixing words there, um, which is good. I think it's what we needed to hear. Um, but I do feel like as we, you know, look out at our neighborhoods and sort of if we're going to work because we're essential and you see groups of people out doing things, if there's been confusion, there should not be any confusion anymore. Um, stay home. That that is that is the word. Now, I also know that the governor has been talking about um, how nice it has been to see people step up and volunteer. He did put out a request for volunteers, and they've received tons and tons and tons of applications in just two days. I think 650 people stepped up to volunteer with the Medical Reserve Corps. Now, the website for that, if you're interested in that, they are still looking for volunteers. Obviously, volunteers with medical experience, uh, as well as medical students or student nurses to help out. And that website is vamrc.org, vamrc.org. It is, it's nice to see people stepping up in this volunteer role to really help in any way that they can. Yeah, no, there, there, are, there are all kinds of opportunities at, at the state level, local level, Look around if 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 you uh, feel comfortable and in, 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 and have the uh, have the ability to do certain things. Um, there are there there are things you can do at home and in and out in the community. So you were mentioning about Mary Washington Healthcare taking donations. That's been a question that we've uh, received here numerous times over the last like several days. Uh, can we drop off things? Can you make things to be able to to give to them? Yes, all of that. The answer to those questions, yes, they do have certain guidelines as to how to do those things and as you mentioned mm-hmm. ted the drop-off area is at the main entrance 2300 fall hill avenue 10 a.m to 2 p.m monday through friday now someone will greet you and get the stuff from you and and they'll take the proper precautions as to make sure all of that's uh safe and and the drop-off is secure and if you go to our facebook page there is a story there that gives you the list it all it will also if you want to take you to the mary washington site that that, that breaks it all down but uh just a, a, lo- a lot of different medical sort of things that, that they need and that, that, that you can purchase or make yeah and uh and, and drop off so it's 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 all right there yeah and so uh, uh you can also do uh, cash donations visa donations if you want to do it that way mm-hmm. uh new items handmade items it's all listed there at marywashingtonhealthcare.com but like Ted said, if you want to find the uh, the exact link, it's on our Facebook at B1015FM. Now, uh, some of the things that we've uh, heard about over the last week, too, has been uh, regarding making sure that everything in your house is disinfected the way that it should be. Everybody sort of got a checklist going on. But also there's a concern about people getting scammed during this time. I don't know if you've heard from people mm-hmm. already or, you know, that. But people will call you and say, hey maybe you should get this work done in your house, uh, you know, to protect against this. That's been a big concern, especially for the uh, the senior communities, uh, being that they are in the high-risk category. I got a chance to talk to uh, Jenny from SC Companies about this uh, potential scamming during this time and what we should have disinfected in our houses, but also uh, what, like, the senior facilities uh, should have disinfected in those facilities. That is also a big concern. And she was talking about just ways that we can just be alert for those scams right now you're going to have um you know you can have some people that are targeting um certain parts of the certain parts of the the population um active adult and senior living um get hit harder with um people promising health benefits that that might not actually be true so you see it a lot unfortunately in the cleaning industry and duct cleaning in particular right um it's 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 unfortunate but you want to make sure that you're you're doing 
your research. Right now, the IICRC has put out that duct cleaning can be incorporated into a COVID um, remediation, but it might not always be necessary. It's not proven without a doubt of without any doubt that it's an aerosol transfer. So cleaning your ducting. Um, you know, in general is a good thing, but there's nothing special that you would have to do for the COVID. Okay. And they, the um, NADCA and the EPA have strict limits on what can actually go into your HVAC, HVAC system. So you want to make sure that anybody that you're having doing a duct cleaning, they're NADCA, um, NADCA certified in terms of the they know all the protocol to, to clean their duct, clean the ducting well. Um, but, you know, the cleaning for all of this is, is labor-intensive. It's, it's touchpoint cleaning. It's HEPA vacuuming um, to try to remove the few things that might be in the air. Um, you're just always trying to get a little bit out of the air, but, again, it doesn't have to be the full duct cleaning. Um, and it's labor-intensive. So anybody that's trying to sell something where all they have to do is spray something and walk away isn't, uh, isn't the protocol that's been coming out from the industry. So, right, yeah. Um, it's a, it's a wipe down of, uh, we call it touch point surfaces, um, and that includes, you know, everything from your doorknobs to your door ledges, like the trim around it, the jams, the handrails, the cabinet hole, uh, handles, all of those type of things, vending machine buttons. Um, so those are the, those are the cleanings that, that the IRCRC, IICRC, along with the CDC and EPA, have started to issue to us remediation professionals. That's Jenny from SC Companies. Uh, Ted, I've never cleaned more in my life than I have (laughs) uh, here in the last few weeks. I feel like we are uh, disinfecting, uh, you know, every moment of every day. And we need to be. I mean, it's just unfortunate. I I did go out to the grocery store a couple of days ago and and it just it's 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 important what we're doing but it's sad it's sad i mean i saw people with masks and shields and gloves and yep it's just sad where we are it is and it's just it puts you in this like spin of like wow this is really happening um so uh jenny i appreciate her uh chatting about uh ways that you can avoid some of those be aware of that i mean you know in time of crisis that's the last thing you need is someone trying to scam you out of something but uh unfortunately those things are out there and we want to protect not only our older community uh but i want to talk a little bit about the homeless community and we're going to do that coming up next on the sunday show on b101.5 Welcome back to the Sunday show powered by Mary Washington Healthcare. We are doing another live edition of the Sunday show. And uh, just before the break, we were talking about, uh, you know, being really careful in our our elderly communities, our senior communities and uh, trying to protect them in those times. Another community that we've been thinking about is our our homeless community. And you actually got to speak to someone from Micah uh, regarding this. It is a concern. Right. Because you you still see the homeless around and there is there is a concern that if this gets into the homeless community and starts spreading there we've got another another situation there are ways that uh the the groups with the the do work with the homeless are, are, are looking at this michael one of them megan cotter says that there are a number of things that we all can do to help things like go phones phone minutes or minutes with data in a time where the only thing we have is technology to continue to connect, um, how do how do we muddle through that? And so, for instance, one of the things that we're asking people to consider supporting us with is um, either um, funding or um, purchasing 
um, the Go phones that you can pick up at like Walmart or, or other yeah. big box re- retailers. Um, phone minutes. Um, you know, when you live on limited income, um, you have you, it's hard to keep minutes on your phone for um, an extended period of time. And minutes with data um, because, um, you know, so a lot of these features that we're all now using to communicate like Zoom and um, um, Facebook Live and whatnot, they depend on having data to be able to do so. And a lot of the Wi-Fi spots that our folks are used to accessing are closed now. And so, um, so we are, um, we're trying to resource them with the things that they need in order for us to stay in touch with them and keep a pulse on their needs in the ways that seem simple to the rest of us um, who were like, okay, well, we can't have that meeting. Let's just go online. Well, if we want to be able to maintain that kind of connection with our homeless population, we've, we've realized we've got to very quickly come up with resources to be able to make sure they have the, the tools to be able to do that. DoLoveWalk.net if you want to hook up with Micah. DoLoveWalk.net is uh, how you can uh, find out more about uh, helping the homeless in the area with Micah Ministries. What an important community to try to help out if, if yeah. you can. I mean, you know, talk about not being able to help themselves. And they have they have a situation of the, the, the Micah Center downtown where people go there in the morning for, for food, for information, to sometimes just relax for a bit and they've had to adjust their hours and you know it's it it affects all of us in different ways and in in, in a lot of uh, other uh, other areas that we might not even think about but uh but but micah ministries uh, doing what they can in, in in trying to work with the homeless in the area that's a that's a really good uh good way to do it is to uh, visit that uh, do love walk Dot net do is do by the way do love walk.net um okay so we were talking a few minutes ago about uh, mary washington Healthcare that that has been uh, all over the uh the news pictures of uh, our medical staff everywhere in every mm-hmm. hospital not having the equipment that they need um i had a, a just in passing uh, a moment the other day at a gas station where i was just getting gas and somebody said hello to me um it was one of our first responders that uh, in the area that we know well and uh she was telling me already in our area there's a shortage of equipment already mm-hmm. and the reason is and a lot of people were, you know are like well, why is there already a shortage if it's not as bad here already it, it it's because they're taking the equipment from one department and giving it to the emergency department so they don't have it in the other departments because they need go through are going through it very quickly in the emergency department and having to change that gear all the time in order to stay yeah. safe yeah so of course i mean that made sense to me that that's why we're running out of things so quickly we've got i think 20 cases right now in, uh, in in this area, the numbers that uh, that they came out yesterday, but I know the the, the hospitals in this area are, are really gearing up for the next week or so, where they, they that's when they expect to see the 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 big numbers starting to come in. Yeah, you may have heard uh, the governor in New York talking about that apex, and mm-hmm. uh, you know expecting that to come. It's not oh to where we're thinking that it's oh it's going to start going down right now they're actually thinking it's still kind of ramping yeah, up right we're st- yeah yeah we're, st- we're we're st- we're still in that area and and they and they, they they are getting ready they're getting ready at at uh at Mary Washington and at Stafford Hospital and figuring that the numbers are really going to start moving up probably this week. 
Um, hand sanitizer has been another uh, big request for a mm-hmm. lot of companies, a lot, of course, uh, healthcare workers, but also um, workers pretty much anywhere that still have to be out and, and working. I know there are some breweries that are uh, distilleries that are doing uh, doing hand sanitizer. Bowman's, the I've Bowman heard, Center, yeah. is doing that. And that's something mm-hmm. I think you can sign up for uh, via their Facebook page. Yeah. And they've got that information as far as like you need your, you know, company name or if it's a if it's a, a nonprofit, you know, you need your ID number just so they can know who you are, how much they need to provide you and that sort of thing. But there are local companies like Bowman stepping up to do it. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're the one that they've provided quite a bit for Mary Washington. And, and, and helped out in that area, too. Yeah, it's it's a big deal. It's really, I mean, it's it's needed, and I know it's scary, but at the same time, it's it's really nice to see these companies uh, stepping up. Another company, that our organization that we've been talking a lot about is our uh, local food bank, the uh, Fredericksburg Regional Food Bank, serving all of our region around here. And in this time, emergency pantries going on so that they can serve people who need food, people that are, in fact, uh, of a certain age group, or uh, or higher risk factor or they have previous conditions going on and they're afraid to go out and get food these are these this is helping them so we've been doing a, a virtual food drive for them if you want to be a part of that that is on our website b1015.com keywords food drive that'll get you there I'm sure they're very busy over the food drive right now doing all of that the, the schools are also doing food drives for the families in their in in, in their both, both the city Stafford and Spotsylvania I know uh, three days a week I think in most areas they're they're giving out food also, we should bring up, D as we talk about senior citizens, if you're a senior citizen or you know of somebody and they're not able to get out, you can contact both um, Spotsylvania and the Stafford Sheriff's Office, and you can contact them, give them a list, and they'll go get the, they'll go pick up the food for you. Uh, you can, you'll, you'll have to pay for it in advance, but the, the Sheriff's Office will go and pick it up for you and bring it to you for senior citizens. That's what that's what uh, both of those sheriff's offices have been doing. That's fantastic yeah. that they're doing that. I saw that the other day. I'm so glad you mentioned that. It's so fantastic. And and I know a lot of like communities or neighbors or your friends are trying to step up to help an elderly person or elderly family or whatever the case may be. But maybe they, they don't even feel safe with you doing it as an individual. Mm-hmm. But getting someone from the sheriff's office to go get it for you, bring it to your door, you know you're going to feel or they're going to to feel a little bit uh, safer doing that. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll leave it right there on the on the doorstep for you and uh, and and be gone. So that that's a nice a nice thing. I know a number of churches in the area have been providing, uh, especially with with the sheriff's office and and fire departments have uh, been uh, going by and in uh, providing lunch and things like that for a lot in in both uh, fire and rescue and, and I know and and I know over at the hospitals too. So. There's a lot of good going on. That's true. Uh, it's, you, you it see, is. You see a lot of yeah. you see a lot of the community coming together like we haven't seen in a long time. It's quite something to see all of it uh, on every side of it. And um, and and please do if you're going out to go to the store or wherever store you might be going to double check the hours. Most stores have adjusted hours at this point. Yeah. Um, Costco. We just went the other day. Uh, they have adjusted hours. They've completely changed how you walk in, how you walk out. I mean, they've got one line going in. They only have. Uh, they will stop you and make sure that everything is is okay before you go in. Uh, there's as soon as you're done checking out, uh, they wipe everything down. There's someone hovering not too far behind you mm-hmm. at a safe distance to clean everything off. Most stores are doing that. Uh, 
Um, I know the ABC store has gone to adjusted hours. They also were going to full service, uh, I believe, starting today or Monday. I can't. I, I, maybe it's Monday, but um, where that you cannot go down the aisles at the ABC stores anymore. Uh, they are going to full service. So you walk in. And you tell them what you want, they will go get it. They don't want customers going back and touching everything. Yeah. A lot of these stores are doing things like this, so make sure you check those hours and whatnot. Speaking of um, our area businesses, uh, you may have heard us talk about our local business spotlight. We've been doing that. That is free for uh, local businesses to sign up and get some free airtime here on B101.5 and chat about maybe their adjusted hours. If you're a restaurant and you're uh, you know just trying to get the word out that you're doing delivery and carry out curbside, uh, which all restaurants are doing that's all they can do at this point um if you want to do that that is available to you on our website and we'll get in touch with you to give you some airtime here at b101.5 it is b1015.com keyword spotlight for our local business spotlight ted you've had an opportunity to really uh chat at a safe distance um with a lot of our downtown business owners how is this affecting them as a whole i feel like it's it's kind of a state of shock for a lot of these business owners. Yeah, because they all talk about they thought that it would be a flood that would take them out. That every year you plan on, well, if we have a flood, this is what happens. This is what it'll take. Nobody ever saw saw this coming. This wasn't on the radar of uh, scenarios. No, for anyone, not not at all. There there really is, and, and we're going to have more details on it this this week. But I know you're going to start seeing a lot of businesses are are doing wind special windows, and that's that's going to kind of be unveiled this week early this week. And so we're going to have details on that when that when that all happens. I I have seen some businesses working on these. Uh, you know the the Fredericksburg strong kind of window, or you know everybody's it's it, it's it's a really upbeat theme. Uh, a, a lot of places are working on one of the things when you talk to businesses that they talk about is how quiet it is, especially mm. on Caroline Street, always a busy spot. I was with Bob Whittingham the other day. And we're standing there, and a car—it was just so quiet. Mm. And a car went by. It's eerie. And he said, "That's the fifth car today." Wow. And so it is. It's 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 very quiet, especially on a, a kind of a main drag, like uh, like Caroline Street. When this is over, I'm gonna go out there in the middle of the street and hug everyone, because that's the hardest thing about it. Uh, yeah, I'm a people person, and and. And yes, I was talking yesterday in my meeting, you know, if, if we have something going on and people would just drive by and honk their horns, I would love that. It would make me feel like someone is out there thinking about me or saying hi to me or because to be honest, from now on, I'm going to be here by myself and the only people I'm going to see is people driving or coming to pick up their orders. So I'm not going to have that interaction with people in the lobby for yeah. a while. Anita Crossfield's at Italian Station on, on, on Caroline Street. That's the other thing. You go into these places, and it really is one, maybe two at the most people. The, the rest, just because of the shortened hours, the fewer people, that's where a lot of people have been, have been laid off and are just waiting for this to lift so they can come back. But you're generally going to go into most stores and see just the owner. Right. And that's, that's who's working. And... and in in like in uh, like Italian station and in, in other places, it's like eight a.m. or six a.m. to eight p.m. or something, and they're working the whole the, the whole, whole shift. shift. Yeah, yeah, and, so and because they have to I just mean, to stay open and try to be. And they all tell you we would really rather not be open, but we have to try to make something. 
Right. Absolutely. And, and you really don't want to see these these uh, businesses have to lay off anyone. But at the same time, I have heard uh, a lot of business owners chat about um, how difficult it is to sort of like limp along and not know what to do. So some of them are, are trying to make the better decision of letting their employees go for a time mm-hmm. um, so that they can get the benefits that have rolled around in this relief, uh, the relief bill, you know, so they can file for unemployment or they can, you know, do something like that, that everyone is trying to make the best decisions yeah. uh, in every business. And I know that it's been really heavy. I'm thinking about so many of our downtown Fredericksburg businesses. Uh, we chatted with Spencer Devin Brewing. Uh, they, they're doing everything they can to, to just do carry out right now and deliveries. They're doing that. I'm thinking about one more taco. Uh, I know that they were trying to help out uh, delivering food to elderly people for free, Um, you know, things of that nature. Everyone's even though they're hurting at the same time, business wise, they're still trying to help out in the community, too. So it's just uh, all the way around uh, seeing the good and the heart. It's uh, it's a lot, but um, it's quite something to see. All right. So if you want to go to our YouTube channel, we've always got uh, some really fantastic updates there, especially if you want to hear the governor speak and, and the whole thing that. That's on our YouTube channel at B1015FM. And of course, our Facebook always updated at B1015FM as well. Um, And just a reminder, I'll end the Sunday morning show like I started the Sunday morning show. If you've been confused as to what we're supposed to be doing in Virginia, the governor cleared it up for us on Friday. Please stay at home. I cannot emphasize this enough. Virginians, you need to stay at home. If you do not have to leave your home, you should not leave your home. Uh, No mixed words there from the governor, and I'm sure we'll hear more from him uh, as the days progress. And he said he would actually revisit restrictions and guidelines as we're watching what happens, uh, which is what every state is doing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Ted, we'll keep watching this as we have every day. Uh, Make sure if you want to share this Sunday morning show with someone, you can do it on the podcast, B1015.com, keywords, Sunday mornings, and our hearts going out to uh, all of the families affected by by the coronavirus, our hearts going out to our healthcare uh, workers here in the community, and a big thanks to our sponsor, Mary Washington Healthcare. For the first 70 years of my life, I've been so very healthy, I haven't need any special doctors, just my general practitioner. At Pat's regular checkup, a lump on her jaw prompted a CT scan of her neck and chest. The lump proved to be insignificant, but the scan found a shadow on her lung. It was lung cancer. We found a shadow on my lung that was disturbing. They discovered that I had lung cancer. During a preoperative test, A problem with her aortic valve was detected, and a transcatheter aortic valve replacement was performed by doctors at Mary Washington Hospital. We did catch everything early, and we did have some of the best doctors in the world. I have fully recovered from my lung surgery, and I continue to feel blessed that the Fredericksburg community has the best medical staff ever. Mary Washington Hospital, here for you.